0: And uh, this podcast is about seasonal clothing changeover, which is a thing for some and not a thing for other people, which was kind of a surprise to me. One of those things that I have learned through slob blogging, but it is totally a thing for me. Definitely. So I'm going to talk about that today because I know it's also a thing for a lot of other people. So, uh, but today's podcast is brought to you by my brand new spanking exciting Amazon link, which is aslobcomesclean.com slash Amazon. If you type that in to the URL bar do lolly up at the top of your internet browser, it will take you straight to Amazon through my affiliate link, which means that a teeny tiny bit of whatever you spend on Amazon Um, will go to me. (laughs) And um, it's not so I can go on vacations, but it's so I can support this podcast. So I, okay, but also, once I pay for the podcast, then I do use it for vacations. I just have to be honest. So anyway, um, this, uh, okay, also, before I get going on the content, I want to be sure that I give you a new podcast recommendation. I have done this multiple other times kind of as I think of it, but I always try to make sure that it's one that I have come to the point where I'm looking forward for new episodes to come out. Like I'm checking it going, Oh, do they have a new one out? Cause I really want to listen to it. Cause that's, you know, that's the kind of podcast I want to recommend to you. And I specifically recommend podcasts because they are pretty much the most perfect thing in the world for motivating you to do housework because it, I don't know what it is, but something about just having that something to listen to. It's kind of like the radio, but it's not. And you get to listen to what you want to listen to. Um, I know I'm preaching to the choir here because y'all are listening to my podcast, but I like, I'm looking for more podcasts. I enjoy listening to them and I'm always excited when I find a new one. So, but I have to clarify, this is one that I had already decided I was going to share with y'all as a podcast that I had come to love because I, you know, this is what I, I kind of consider this my laundry day podcast, which means it's about usually about an hour and I will, listen to it in spurts, you know, in like 10-minute spurts throughout the day as I'm taking a load of laundry out of the dryer and folding it, and I stick my phone under my armpit as I carry those clothes to the random rooms, and then, um, anyway, I I just love this podcast, and so I was already going to recommend it. I had already decided that, Um, but strangely, probably for the first time ever, I had pre-recorded three different podcasts, which for me is really crazy. Um, but before I went on spring break, I had actually gotten ahead of on podcasts, And then I thought, oh, I need to recommend that. Well, during that time, um, Megan of the podcast called Sorta Awesome had emailed me and said, hey, would you like to be a guest co-host? And I was like, woohoo, yay. So I'm recommending this podcast anyway, but then I'm also recommending you go listen to the episode where I got to be interviewed by Megan and got to talk with her for an hour over um, just all kinds of fun things. So I really enjoyed getting to do that. I was really, really excited that she asked me to do that. And I actually know that a lot of you already listened to that podcast and I think it just goes really well. Basically it's two girlfriends that talk, um, and talk about all different sorts of things. It's very well done. That's the only thing. Don't go listen to it and then go. <laughs> Dana's are so unprofessional. I can't listen to those anymore. But anyway, um, hers uh, really it's it's extremely well done. She does a great job on it. She has three co-hosts that each. Um, do a podcast with her once a month and then once a month she brings in a guest co-host, which is what I got to do. So, anyway, it's called Sorta Awesome. You can search that in iTunes. It's S O R T A Awesome. Um, I will also put the link in the show notes for this podcast and the one that I'm on is Episode 52 An Ode to Excessive Honesty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she pulled that out of a quote from the podcast <laughs> that I said, "Okay, So we're talking about seasonal clothing changeovers, which are a thing for some people and not a thing for other people. I was really surprised at that. When I first started my blog, as you know, I didn't think anyone would want to read it. I didn't think anyone would, I mean, I hoped people would read it. I don't, I don't say that I didn't want anyone to read it. Of course I did. But like, you know... I I only thought people would want to read it in the same way that you cannot look away when you're seeing a train wreck or whatever. Anyway, but, you know, I just basically was, which is still pretty much what I do, just telling what I was doing. This is what I'm doing. This is how it went. This is what worked. This is what didn't work. This is me trying to figure out why some of these things are so hard for me. Um, But, you know, I got to the point where I was doing a seasonal clothing changeover. And so I did that, you know, I do that basically twice a year once as we move into winter clothes, and once as we move into summer clothes. I live in Texas. We don't have like major defined seasons the way that some places do. Um, Honestly, we barely have winter. I mean, sometimes we'll have full on winter. Sometimes we'll have six inches of snow, whatever, but it's pretty rare and it's definitely not always. And two days after the six inches of snow, it may be 78 degrees, whatever. Um, but we basically, you know, have two times a year where I would change over clothes. Well, I did this and I shared about it, wrote about the post. And I was really proud of myself because I did it in one day because it was often a multi-day process for me because it was extremely overwhelming. And what was strange to me was I started getting these comments when I would write about my, you know, clothing changeover for the seasons saying, why do you do this? And maybe they didn't say it like that, but that's how I read it. Um, but it was like, why, why do you do this? Because I I don't understand. I've never changed over my clothes, um, from season to season. I just leave them all in my closet or whatever. And that is like totally bizarre to me. Um, but I started thinking about it. And first of all, I do it much more definitely for my children than I do for me. For me, it's kind of, sort of, but it's not a real big deal, which I'll talk about in a minute, but it's not like this definite everything leaves and everything, you know, new things go in. Um, But for my children, basically it came down to, I mean, first of all, we didn't have room for all of our clothes because we had an excessive amount of clothing. But even once we started purging clothing and didn't have this huge excess at all times, I don't know. We're just one of those families where my kids, I mean, my boys especially do not care. Like they seriously don't care. I've got one now who cares about his hair and cares about how he looks. But I mean, for the longest time, they didn't care one teeny tiny bit, like at all. And So they like, you know, like it didn't mean anything to them to pull out a bathing suit out of their drawer and wear it to grandma's house on Christmas. I mean, I wouldn't let them do that. But it's kind of like eliminating that possibility. Eliminating that argument. (laughs) Eliminating that having to stop and go, Oh, my word, what are you wearing as we're going out to the car and making them go back in and change. So it's basically eliminating all of that. Or they would in the summer put on a long sleeve flannel shirt. And I mean, that's just the kind of thing. So with kids, it really was necessary. But then, like I said, we had so many clothes that there really was not an option to have all of their clothes in their drawer at the same time. I picture in my head, you know, those Pinterest pictures where, um, you see a beautifully organized child's room and you see the closet and it has like multiple racks of clothing and there are, um, you know, everything is so beautifully, neatly hung up and everything. Um, It's one of those, in my mind, those rooms that are put back to perfect every single night, those are the people who can handle this because they're always on top of what is going on in their kid's room. For me, yeah, I'm blissfully unaware. So not so much. And uh, we basically just have to put it all away so that we don't have disasters happen. Because another thing that will happen with my kids is if they do happen to go, Oh yeah, that's not something I want to wear now. It doesn't always neatly go back into the drawer after they pull it out and then realize that that's not what they want to wear today. So it kind of all ends up on the floor and then we've got clean clothes on the floor and blah, blah, blah. So that's basically what it comes down to. But I do also put away a lot of my own clothes just to kind of clear it out. And we'll talk, uh, yeah. Okay. Here are some strategies that I have used in the past. I, I, for the longest time and when I finally gave up on this idea, I had so many comments on the blog of people going, "Oh, I'm so glad you finally gave up on this idea because it was not working." And I was like, "Hmm. Okay." Anyway, basically I have what I call a dish barrel. I call it a dish barrel because my mother calls it a dish barrel. And my mother is a words person and has a word, a proper term for basically everything in your home. Um do y'all say Ottoman? Because I say Ottoman and my husband thinks that thinks that is the weirdest thing. Basically it's your, well, now I can't think of another word, you know, your footstool, it's your Ottoman anyway. Um, but anyway, so my mom always has these words. Well, a dish barrel is a moving box that is specifically for dishes. Like it is, um, you can get them at U-Haul I think that's where we got ours. It's a really thick, sturdy box. It's kind of in a, it's not circular, but it's octagonal maybe or something. Um, And it has this nice lid that fits on it perfectly. And so we have used it basically as a table in our master bedroom. Well, it's a table that's also storage. And as someone who once upon a time believed that storage was the answer for all of my many, many, many housekeeping problems. I loved the idea of this dish barrel. And so it has been in our master bedroom probably for 14 years, I'm thinking, because I think we got it the first time we moved out of the apartment, the time that it took the mover seven hours to pack our kitchen. Anyway, um, but that dish barrel uh, we cover it with a tablecloth, and we use it as a table. Well, it's my husband's little table where he leaves his, he empties out his pockets and he leaves his watch there and all that kind of stuff. Um, and because it was this beautiful storage piece, I for the longest time would put my kids' off-season clothes in it. But to get to those when it was time to do the seasonal clothing changeover meant. Basically, disassembling that table, which meant all the stuff that was normally on that table being having to go somewhere else and messing that up. And, you know, I'm not really good about finishing things completely in the moment. And so often that would get dragged out forever and ever and ever. And it just was not a good solution. So um, eventually I gave up on that and I said, I am not going to put my kids' clothes in, in there anymore because every time I do this seasonal clothing changeover, it's this huge hassle and it drags on and on and messes up our lives. So I'm going to choose somewhere more convenient. Um, for the record, what I now do with that uh, dish barrel, that's a beautiful storage place, is I told my husband, hey, all that stuff that you have shoved in your closet, that was his, you know, random stuff. I said, hey, why don't you um, <clears throat> use that that table in our room, because I'm not going to call it a dish barrel to him, because he will also look at me like I'm crazy. uh, By saying, you know, hey, that table in our room, you know, that I the kids clothes used to be in, why don't you just store your stuff in there. And that works perfectly because he never gets in there unless he's really in the mood to go through stuff. And then that's, you know, way less than twice a year. And it's not so urgent as the seasonal clothing changeover. Because another thing that happens with seasonal clothing changeover is in Texas, you don't want to do it the first time that the weather is different. Because, you know, you can have a beautiful spring day and then go back to snowing. Or you can have a nice warm day or whatever. But you know, it's seasonal, it, it's not a, okay, today's the day. It's always a gradual thing. So I would find myself going, oh my goodness, it's freezing cold outside today. I've got to find something for my kids to wear. And have to run in there. And then I would take that off, but I wouldn't actually be ready to do the whole entire process. So it's a much better thing for him to store his stuff in there, which is a way of using the container concept for the other people in your home saying, Hey, put all of your keepsakes that you want to put, here's a great space for them. That's a container. So put as much as you can fit in there. Oh, that won't fit. Well, then what do you not like as well? So it's a great way to kind of use that container concept on other you know, to help other people to both validate that, yes, you appreciate that they have things that they love, even though you don't love them too. You love the people, but not the things. Um, But it's also a way for you to, you know, kind of not be the bad guy and not say, you know what, this is the limit. This is how much you can keep. Instead, the container does that. I know I'm going off on a rabbit trail. If you don't know what I'm talking about with container concept, um, there is a podcast on that. It's called Containers and Limits and How They'll Change Your Life because I promised you they will totally change your life if you can really grasp the container concept. So anyway, so I quit using that and I started using a huge suitcase that is in my closet. And That is mostly for my stuff. It usually ends up with a little bit of the kids stuff. I don't know why. I guess it's just the habit of taking stuff into that room. But, and then the kids have some tubs that are plastic tubs that are on the shelf in their closet. Um, So that is part of it. That's part of what we, um, or that's where we put stuff now so that we don't have to constantly get into that very hard to access place. Um, The suitcase that's in my closet is huge. Honestly, it's one of those that's so huge. You can't even use it anymore. Uh, when I traveled internationally three and four times a year, um, I think the weight limit for your bags was 70 pounds. Now it's like 40. I mean, don't, don't trust me, but you need to check on the airline, blah, blah, blah. But it that's like, I mean, I don't do math, but that is, that's like close to half, you know? Um, but anyway, so I could fit 70 pounds of stuff. And I remember weighing it over and over and over before every trip, cause I wanted to get as much in there as I could. Well now that humongous suitcase, you can't even use it because it's fairly soft sided, which means that it has to be packed full for it to be, you know, secure and safe but you can't pack it full because if you pack it full, you're going to be way over 40 pounds. So it's really not usable for those reasons, but it's a great thing. It has wheels on it. I put, um, out of season clothing and then I can drag it to wherever it is that I need to, you know, deal with things. So that does not take up space that makes my closet unusable. I'm totally able to use it. That's where I put them now. Um, so the main thing is easily accessible. Another advantage when, my place to store out-of-season clothing uh, is accessible. Another advantage of that is um, that it motivates me to go ahead and stick things in it as they come out of the dryer. You know how kind of in that little that time period where it's starting to get warm, but I'm not officially ready to take all of my um, winter stuff out. Whatever. If I um, if I pull something out of the dryer and I'm like, you know, realistically. I'm probably not going to wear this again because we are having more warm days or cool days or whatever than we are the other. Because my place where I store that is very easily accessible, I'm willing to, as I'm putting other things away, just take that little trip to that closet and stick that in this suitcase, which I always have kind of unzipped on the top so I can just shove stuff down in there. So um, that's probably how my kids' clothes end up in there too, because I think I do that on autopilot, not realizing excuse me. Anyway, so, um, you know, keeping it accessible is a big deal. Another thing to remember too, is this is one of those, one of those things that happens twice a year, depending on your climate and where you live, but it changes. Like the minute you get used to it, it changes. My kids are older now, which means that, um, they, they don't grow out of things automatically. You know, I mean, like when kids are in that three to six month or six to 12, I mean, you can pretty much know that this is not going to fit them next year. I mean, it's just not. Um, you know, I find myself getting rid of clothing a lot more often now because it's worn out as opposed to because it's too small. Um, with my kids, just because they grow at a slower rate when they get older, they do go through crazy growth spurts. But in as a general rule, you know, this does change as your kids go. So it's something that kind of morphs. Um, I have found, um, you know, I talk a lot about less and how less is a concept that is always very helpful to me. Like, the more I can wrap my brain and my heart around the beauty of having less stuff in my home, the better off we are in general with being able to keep it under control, with not having things go crazy. Um, you know, the example I always give is, you know, if I have less stuff, then if I go a couple days without putting any away, anything away, it's going to take me a whole lot less time to put those things away because there's less stuff to clutter up. I don't think that's a good example, because I don't think it makes any sense. But I hope you know what I'm talking about. Um, But fewer clothes, the fewer clothes we have, the less we do need a full on switch out. But um, kind of along those same lines, one of the reasons I like doing a put away of the clothes that I'm absolutely not going to wear over the summer, I'm not going to wear long sleeves, I'm not going to wear a sweater. If I can put those things away, then that helps with my slop vision issues. When I have huge amounts of clothes, they just all kind of blend together and become this big overwhelming mass of clothing. The fewer clothes that I have visible to me in my closet, the less overwhelmed I am. And that gives me more focus and allows me to keep laundry under control more easily. Um, And it helps me to use the things and identify the things that I really do love wearing. Um, so it just kind of helps overall, which then if I'm, if I have fewer clothes in there, then I notice oh wow, I'm wearing these over and over and I'm not wearing those. And it's not because it's out of season because I only have in season things in here. And then that kind of helps with that whole lifestyle of decluttering and noticing things individually that I'm not using and going ahead and sticking those in the donate box. Okay. So just kind of having that the, doing the clothing switchover helps me have less in my closet, which helps me overall with my personality issues. Okay. Um, the other thing that is really helpful about doing a seasonal clothing changeover is it's a great opportunity to declutter and purge going in purge going out. I had a great time last night. Um, Obviously, I'm recording this podcast two days ahead, which is exciting for me, Um, but I had a great time last night on um, our patron-only Google Plus Hangout um, talking about basically one of the patrons um, is single and is getting a house. You know, she's really wanting to do her move correctly, Um, you know, and we talked a lot about that whole these opportunities to declutter as you're filling up a new space and um you know emptying an old space those are just great opportunities to as you touch each thing go ahead with the whole two decluttering questions number one being if i was if i needed this where would i look for it first which okay you know it's all closed. So you're going to look in your closet or your drawers but the number two question of would it ever occur to me that i had this that's a great question to ask for clothing because sometimes you come across things and you're like oh i forgot i had this which means that you never would have gone digging for it. Um, if you needed to dig and if you had too much stuff and you needed to dig for it, you wouldn't have gone looking for it or you wouldn't have ever thought, Oh, I want to wear that black, um, those black pants because you forgot that you had them. So, you know, it's just kind of a way as you touch things to have that. So, you know, have a donate box with you as you do the clothing changeover, you need to have your, um, you know, your box of clothes that you are putting in, and then you're going to refill that with the ones that you've taken out. So you need to take them out. And I know you can't put them directly in that box if it already had the ones in there from the last season. And that gets a little bit stressful, but also having the donate box. So it's just right there and accessible and available for you to go ahead and purge as you're taking things out. You go, Oh yeah, there's no way, or they never wore this the whole season stick it in the donate box. Oh, there's no way they're going to still be able to wear this because it's already just barely, barely big enough. So go ahead and stick it in the donate box or yeah, they, whatever you, you say. And then as you put things in, you're going to find things that last year you made a decision about, or last season that you said, Oh, I wonder if they'll still be able to wear that. And then you go, Oh yeah, no, uh-uh, there's no way. Cause they've grown or yeah, she's decided she doesn't like such and such color anymore because that happens. Um, okay. So the purging going in and the purging going out. Um, I would love to hear about your tricks for, um, let's see your tricks for my brain just completely went away, um, for your seasonal clothing changeover. And, um, I, I would just love to hear if you do it and if you don't and what allows you to do it. I think sometimes, Um, It has to do with the amount of available space that you have. Um, I saw, okay, so I have this friend and she has a really, you know, a new, a very new home. And she has these closets that go, like she has high ceilings and these closets, the ceiling in the closet is as tall as like the whole house's, I don't know, maybe not the whole house's, but you know how okay, if you have an attic, there's space above your ceiling. Well, her closets go even higher than the ceiling in the room. And then they have these like these poles kind of like they use sometimes to get stuff at in the store if something's up really high. And she just uses those poles and like switches the bar. So it's like the whole closet bar just switches. And so she can do her seasonal clothing changeover in literally like three seconds. Okay. And we're actually using literally correctly. If she keeps everything for the season on one bar, she just switches the bar. I know it's, it's, you probably can't even, even envision it because it was something so bizarre when I saw it, but I can think that is the coolest idea in the world, but I don't have it in my house. My house doesn't have that. I'm not willing to either figure out how to do that in my house or pay the money to do that in my house. So my reality is that the size of my closets and the lifestyle that we lead of not being the ones who have perfect rooms at the end of every day, um, that our reality is we pretty much, you know, we need to do some sort of a, even if it's not a full on seasonal clothing changeover, um, at least doing some to make space for the clothes that we need that season. Okay. But I would love to hear your solutions and your tricks and things that you do. So thanks for joining me. Don't forget about that new Amazon link, aslobcomesclean.com slash Amazon. I greatly appreciate those who use it. And um, also don't forget that um, uh, you can go listen to another podcast with me on it. I know that sounds kind of whatever. Anyway, but another podcast with me on it and then go listen to all the other episodes as well. That's episode 52 of the SORTA, S-O-R-T-A, awesome podcast with Megan Teets. So thanks for joining me today and I will talk to you guys later. Bye.